Welcome back to another wonderful, exciting episode of the Marriage Scam. This is one of the oldest scams that has been running since the dawn of mankind. Yes, folks, I am your host with the most information. They have never been none like me, and there will be none after me. I invite you now to sit back, relax, and consume the information. Yes, you're on with the mic master. Today, we are going to dive into hypergamy. Some pronounce it hypergamous, but I pronounce it hypergamy. And what is hypergamy? But before we get started, I hope that everyone had a thankful and a wonderful Thanksgiving. I certainly did enjoy mine. It was just great to meet with friends and family. Actually, my sister is here from out of town, just enjoying her company. And the mic master is just having fun. And I hope you all are too, because it's always good to give thanks. I don't care whether your girlfriend left or she's still with you. Give thanks. Life is just life. Live it. It will be over before you know it. Yes, today we are discussing hypergamy, H-Y-P-E-R-G-A-M-Y. What is hypergamy? The dictionary defines hypergamy of the action of a person marrying a superior person or class or somebody who is in a superior class that they are not in. So marrying somebody who is more wealthy, that's the hypergamous nature, moving from one to the other. Yes, folks, that's the English, def English dictionary definition of hypergamy. Now, we're going to take a closer look as into what is hypergamy, how it came into existence, who was the first to inherit the hypergamous trait, and what is the belief? Oh, is there a cure? Or is it something that is hereditary? It is the Mike Master's belief that hypergamous nature stems from the very dawn of time, the very first female. Yes, folks, I do believe that Eve, the mother of all deception, who we will dress it up, or many people will dress it up to say she was deceived. But let's take a closer look into Eve action. Yes, she may have been deceived, but wasn't she being deceptive to Adam? While she should have been out there working with her husband, she was hanging out with the devil or the bad guy, you know, these girls like the rough guy, the rude boy, the bad boy. So she was hanging out with the devil, chilling, getting her groove on. That's the hypergamous nature. But why? Why would she do this? She should be happily with her Adam, her soulmate. But yet still, she wanted more. And remember, if I quote the Bible correctly, God, when he created them, he told them, do not eat of this tree, because the day you eat of it, you should surely die. But yet still, she knew that. 
But she was hanging out with homeboy the devil, and he was telling her, Oh, God didn't really mean you're really going to die. He just meant that you will know good and evil. You'll become like a god. Henceforth, there we go. You will become a god. So you will be just as good as God or want to be a god. Oh, yeah, she jumped at that opportunity. And she, and as I said before in prior broadcasts, after she did this, she not only kept that sin to herself, but she went out and shared it with Adam. I am not saying Adam is blameless. Make no mistake, the father of all deception, Adam. What Adam should have done is manned up. When I say manned up, I don't mean, mean it in a disparaging comment like what these manginas are telling male to do nowadays. But Adam should have said, woman, what hast thou done? Didn't God said you shouldn't do this? Why were you out hanging out with own boy the devil for him to convince you? I don't want this. You steal with that knowledge. I'm going to go tell dad. I'm going to go tell God. And he should have gone and tell. But no. Maybe because the sex was good or whatever. He like, oh, I love her. and He want to cover it up. And yeah, do I think Adam was a mangina? Make no mistake about it. He was a mangina. Instead of going to God, the creator, and said, woman, this woman you gave me did this. What, what must I do? Can you give me directions? He didn't even ask that. He jumped on the bandwagon, started riding that train. Do I believe Adam deserved what he got? Yeah, 10 times more. He causes mankind to die. But let's look who is the real deceiver here. Who was it do you think was trying to monkey branch? Adam or Eve? Let's be real now. Stop sweeping it under the carpet. Open it up. Yes, folks, and that's where I think hypergamy came from, the mother of all sin. Yes, she wanted to flirt and hang out with homeboy and was standing there chit-chatting and then once she got the snap idea that, hey, you can become a god, she jumped at the opportunity. Her, is, her instinctual nature kicked into high gear, and she took advantage of the situation and said, yeah, tell me more. I want to be. What she should have done but of course, hypergamy did kick in. If hypergamy did not kick in, and let's say she respected or know that God made her and said, no, she should have said to one boy, hey, God said, I am not supposed to have this knowledge. It must be a reason. He made us. I'm not, I don't want to be a God. I don't want to be, he's the leader. Let him lead. But most women... The mere mention of a man being the leader or the head, their instinctual behavior is like, I don't care, I, I don't care, I want to lead. He's not going to lead me. I'm going to do what I want to do. And that's the attitude of these women nowadays. They are submissive. 
That's like a bad, dirty word to each woman. There is no such thing as submissive. As I said, no world. Not all women are like that. However, it's like looking for a needle in a haystack to find one that is not like that. If you can find a Noel, it's like finding a unicorn. And um, I remember a few years ago, actually April 6, 1993, there was a movie that came out. It was called Indecent Proposal. I am trying to remember who was the actor for, um, from that movie. And um, I think it was Debbie Moore and Robert Redford. And that movie created a stir with a lot of marriage. And I think it tested a lot of marriage. And a lot of marriages were in trouble because of that movie. Because after being with a person for a long period, they started to say, how much is this person SMV? If you're listening to my program for any length of time, you should know what an SMV is. If you don't, and you're a new listener, welcome to the program. SMV is your sexual marketplace value. So husbands start to look at wife and wife start to look at husband. And some of the reaction was like, a million dollars? I'll let her go for 10 bucks. Or I'll let him go for 20 bucks. You know, a million dollars would be too much. I just want to get rid of it. But there we go. A, B, C. That is the marriage scam. After being with a person for so long, their sexual marketplace value plummets. And that's the realism of marriage. You might think because you're single, you're not having a lot of sex. But as I explained in previous podcasts about the sexless marriage, there's a lot of them out there. Why does this happen? Spontaneity. There is no spontaneousness in the marriage anymore. After you've been with that person, it's just, I have had sex so many times, it's like, it's a job, no, it's a chore, I'm tired of it. And this is not just coming from a made-up scenario. This is coming with years of interviewing and talking to married people and see where they're at. And yes, some still have some sort of spark, but the fire is not there. But sometimes, as they said, it takes a spark to start a fire, but it's going to take a whole lot of star spark to get them embedded anymore. And um, it's just not there. You get tired of doing the same thing over. It's the realism, it's the human nature of the marriage scam. Yes, folks, this is a hot one, and we have a, not a lot of podcast series left because we're coming up to one year of doing this, and I want to thank all my listeners for listening and I will do a part two or a part three on the hypergamy, hypergamous behavior. So this is going to be probably take us into the end of December. And then maybe next year we'll have a new season depending on you know, what happened next year and how 2020 shapes up to be. Because make no mistake, by the time you look around, it is 2020. And when I started this podcast, I... 
actually express some of my concern is that I work six days a week. I do work out every day. I don't live in my parents' basement. I own my own home. Um, I have to work hard, but I enjoy spreading the information. It's an information that is given freely to those who are willing to consume it and make use of it. It's here to guide you before you say, I do, I don't, or I won't. Preferably, you would say, I don't, or I won't. Yes, folks, as we continue on just exploring the hypergamous situation and the hypergamous nature and seeing how the first female took advantage of the information that was given to her and then traded it onto her partner. And just like most men, they willingly go along with it. Hopefully this program is guiding you not to willingly go along with anything. Know when to say no, know when to walk away, and know when to stop. This is the Mike Masters educational program for you guys out there. Sometimes we can see our life echoed in those around us. It gives us a renewed sense of purpose, reminds us of what's important and what we are really fighting to hold on to. Sometimes, no matter how hard we try, it isn't enough. You can be left torn between the past and the future. In the end, our actions will always be stronger than our words. I believe people can change. Nothing stays the same. Everything changes and everyone changes. Even the seasons changes. This is the Mike Master coming to you with the first installment of the Hypergamous. Join me on another exciting episode of the Marriage Cam.